0: going on guys uh just before i start let me know if this thing is being a little weird because when i was testing it out um when i was testing out an obs it was being a little weird so if if, is this everything's okay i just want somebody to comment and i'll get started because i just want to check i don't want anything to like explode or you know be anything bad before i get started and it's gonna be a fun one tonight though it's gonna be a fun one tonight I just I need someone to let me know if everything's okay. You know, if am, am I sounding well, am I is my, is my face, you know, is it good? Cuz once again, uh, OBS was being a little weird before I came on and I wanted to know from you guys if everything is looks fine to me. Potato says, that's good. That's good. Okay. So, welcome everybody to the Big Blue in the Bronx podcast. This is episode number 95. Um I haven't done this podcast in, in about a month, so this is going to be an interesting podcast, and something I was thinking about, actually, honestly enough, when I was in the shower, because I'm like, well, my one-year anniversary's coming up, and I don't know how to celebrate it, so I said, you know what, I'm going to go live on YouTube, I'm going to talk about my journey, and I haven't done a podcast episode in a month, you know, it's all been basically videos and live streams and stuff like that, so we're gonna go by the topics i kind of set up a template here how it started interacting with content creators four months without sports plunge in views adding the yankees football season road 100 subscribers and where i am now obviously this channel has uh just a small background noise that's yeah that is uh that's unfortunate that uh the the fan the fans the issue and I apologize for that it's this it's computer it's that stuff um but that's probably in like most of my videos but anyway let's go down and let's start with it so some of the new guys around here and I consider them fairly new you know you when you're on youtube you get new viewers and old viewers and the old viewers you know sometimes will not like your content you know viewers come in and out and the ones I see in the comments like Benny Joel those are fairly new to me, potato included as well. Because those in my opinion, or at least, you know, you guys found me through the hub. Potato, you found me through the entertainer. If I'm getting that correctly, you know, if I'm doing something wrong, uh, or if I'm saying something wrong, I stand corrected. But let's skip that part, let's go to uh let's go to the first part, my journey. My journey does not start on April seventeenth, two thousand and twenty. My journey starts going back. I'm gonna go ahead and say 2016. It was July of 2016, and I honestly I don't remember. I'm a, I usually have a good memory, but I don't remember where or when I started this whole YouTube thing. And this was actually not on this channel, but I have a personal kind of. Uh, I have a personal email, and that's where I started my first. YouTube channel, and I started, I didn't necessarily have a name for the podcast, or at least it was kind of a show, but um, it was me, Sean, and Luca, the same guys from the Boys in the Big Apple podcast, um, but it was actually how many years ago, so we did the, we did those shows, and obviously that's all deleted off my channel, uh, my personal channel, even if I sent the link, all deleted, I deleted it a couple of years ago. So started there. We started doing like talking about sports and stuff like that. Yankees was a big topic. Uh, Big topic was about whether the Yankees would actually uh, be a part of the playoff race. That was 2016. And they didn't go to the playoffs. And my brother actually said, you know, they're going to the playoffs. I'm like, no, they're not. They have so many teams to beat. But from then on, it started, let's say, I don't know getting I had less motivation to do it because my main thing was get the three of us to do it and most of the time it was only two of us Sean had different things to do um his parents always worked so he a lot of the time was at his cousin's house um you know the technology and the way we used YouTube wasn't like I do now I'm not I didn't use OBS I didn't even know what some of these you know platforms were and stuff like that so I kind of just dropped the ball from there I said you know what uh, Basically done with this I'm not going to really do anything else I didn't really stop Until probably I'm going to say A couple weeks into either freshman year Or something like that But there was actually one time Where Sean had a YouTube channel And his was by his name as well Sean Carroll. And I remember this one show we did And this was when I first moved into My farmhouse uh, I lived on a farm for a little bit farm barn whatever there was the guy he had uh horses next door he had chickens he you know he basic pennsylvania lifestyle and i don't mean to put that in any harm's way for anyone who gets offended or whatnot but i remember we set it up and this was obviously once again on sean's youtube channel luca was holding the camera let's see i recorded a good portion shout us to jonathan in the chat he uh he's sean's cousin by the way, guys, uh, shout-outs to Jonathan. This, this talk is giving me a lot. Shout-outs to guys in the chat, Joseph, everyone else. But uh, Jonathan Gaming, he he actually recorded Sean's second video, which was basically on the WWE, but Sean, being back then, was more redneck-oriented, even though his family's from the city. Uh, but those bastards kick and bite. If you lesson in life before i keep going on never stand behind a horse never stand behind a horse stand on the left side not the right right is not you know the dangerous part but do not stand behind a horse i've never experienced that i've just been told that and i know why because they kick um but anyway the first video on sean's channel was uh let me just show this because youtube is so the first video on sean's channel we had our school laptops they were uh macbooks they were small and we were just talking about sports and stuff like that. Like, Sean was bragging, you know, my Steelers have six rings. Your uh, your Giants, you know, they only have four and stuff like that. And the camera was, you know, we were recording this not on the laptops because that's where we got our information from. But that uh, was being recorded on Sean's phone. I think, I don't know, I think it was like a uh, Nokia at the time or something like that. Luca was holding it, but it was very shaky. So... Um, Obviously, once again, the technology that we used back then was not necessarily the greatest. We were not in the YouTube community like all these big YouTubers now. So, those computers, so bad. Uh, Well, that's because they're school computers and, you know, they block everything that's not educated oriented. Um, Yeah, but basically we, we did that and then at the end of the video, we started you know saying we started talking shit about the red sox basically so we started doing this you know fuck the red sox fuck the fans and a couple of my friends picked up on it and they're like you know you know i don't get why you would do that i said i hate the red sox you know that's 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 been living with me and a lot of people don't know this but if you go to max webster's channel you know he interviewed me i didn't like football for a couple years you could ask the two of them uh, being Sean and Luca, I did not like football for a couple of years, probably till until 7th, 8th grade. That's when I started getting into the Giants and stuff like that. Uh, the strike in 94 stopped me from watching baseball and have not followed since. So I don't follow much baseball contact, but I do love my Giants. Hey, listen. Shoutouts to that. I mean, I don't know much about the strike in 94. I know there was a strike in 94, I just don't know much about it. But, carrying on. Pretty much did that video. That video got a lot of views. Because I advertised it on my Instagram. Sean advertised it on his Instagram. That video got 172 views. to the last time I checked. And Sean did a second video. Where he was talking about the WWE. And a couple of other sports. Uh, I think it was called the Redneck Minute. It, there was. Johnny will remember if he's still here. Because he was actually the one recording on Sean's phone. But he was basically jotting everything down. And basically talking about the, I know I remember he was talking about a couple of sports. But anyway. Um, so basically from there months went on and we were in freshman year, I think at that point uh, but, but it does ruins people's brains. yeah, I do agree with you Joseph. Um, but months went on and we didn't necessarily necessarily have the time. we didn't necessarily have the motivation you know it wasn't like I am now where I'm keeping up with the constant content. you know that was a different me back then and I had a social life. But then again, we lived in Pennsylvania in a very small town where there was no, you know, transportation like you see in New York City. It was very different. But, you know, we just couldn't keep tabs on it. So, in the end, I ended up deleting all those YouTube videos as I mentioned before. I remember some of the videos, not all of them. Um, But I remember deleting all those YouTube videos. I'm like, you know, what's the use of this? And what if my friends see it? Because... I guess at the time, I was kind of oriented based on self-confidence and what other people thought of me. Um, but keep going with that one. So, Sean ended up deleting his videos. He live-streamed on PS4 a little bit. But the weird thing is, like, you see a lot of gaming YouTubers. And a lot of them rage. A lot of them are very loud. Like PewDiePie, you know, with the guys who you know live-stream their gaming. Sean wanted everything to be quiet. And you could ask him. This is no note to. This is no nothing against him. But he wanted like everything to be, you know, basically silent. You know, everything to be calm and not cursing and stuff like that, which is the opposite of what you would expect from a gaming channel and stuff like that. But in the end, uh, Sean was like, you know what? The use of this, I'm gonna be working soon. Delete all the videos. So, a couple of months later, and this was in the process of. I remember we were planning this in July. It was me, Sean, Luca, and another friend. July of 2018. And this was a month before I moved back to Brooklyn. And uh, we were saying, listen, we could start a podcast. We could start talking about stuff. Just some random stuff, you know. uh, We start talking about baseball, football, gaming. Just generally bullshitting. And, you know, we started on... I think it was July 12th we started coming up with that stuff so our name at the time was central media podcast it's kind of weird that's actually the email like an account and stuff this is basically the central media podcast channel i restructured it Uh, a couple months after we retired the whole thing i turned it into a madden gaming channel but then i'm like you know what let me get rid of the videos and then i started this channel but we'll get to that so we started central media podcast and i'll tell you guys how it went so we basically did it via, I, I believe Skype, um, StreamYard. That stuff didn't exist then. It's either Skype, or it was um, it was Skype or uh, the Google the Google meetings, uh, the Google Hangouts. That's one of the. It was one of those two, and we were recording and doing our stuff, and we didn't have like the greatest internet at time, so we didn't put our cameras on or anything else. It was just basically low budget, low funded. And uh, that night that we started recording, it wasn't July 12th. It was actually a month later. It was August 14th, I believe. Yeah. Somewhere around there. If it wasn't August 14th, it was something else. I'm happy I deleted the videos I've uploaded on my channel. Well, a lot of people, you know, when they record early in a low budget, it's not necessarily the greatest. But anyway, Google Meet. Uh, it was actually Google Hangouts back then. But Google Meet now is like a more oriented kind of Zoom thing. So, going back to... That part of, you know, the, the, the day we started streaming and stuff like that. And we started talking. So, unexpectedly, my neighbor came into my room. And he basically wanted to thank me. And he gave me a present stuff like that. So, what I did was, I was so embarrassed. Like, I'm like, oh my god. We're about to get an interruption. So, what I did was, I shut the computer down. I, like, closed it. I put it to sleep. And what happened was that the whole stream. Because I was, you know, I, it was on... I was signed into the channel, and I was the one live-streaming it, moderating it, whatever. Stream shut down. And I said at the time, you know, it was an internet thing when it really wasn't. And Sean was mad, and I know, you know, the the whole crew was mad, and I was mad too. But we didn't pick up on that for a couple of weeks. And that's when it started dying down. I guess that sort of idea. Um, because Sean... This was sophomore year. This is the first year I was here. You know, he started working weekends. He couldn't really do anything. Luca, I guess he was just, you know, out of the idea. So it was basically me and my other friend. And I remember the one weekend that we did this, uh, I think it was via live stream. I started talking about the Giants. And, you know, basically, how the hell are we going to beat the Texans? You know, the offensive line's horrible. It stinks. Eric Flowers, Patrick Omami, you know, the offensive line stinks. How are we going to beat these teams with the good edge rushers like Cam Jordan, all these, you know, all these edge rushers? That's the one thing I remember rambling about. Joseph Valby is right. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Turn those notification buttons on so you get notified when a live stream pops or a video drops. Um... What was I going to say? So going on with that, I remember that one stream we did. And after, you know, a couple months after, we just basically said, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. So um, basically, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. And, you know, we're not really motivated for it, we're not ready for it. So around that time, I had the realization, I would say more of freshman year. Because I didn't make the baseball team for my high school back in Pennsylvania. Um, I didn't. So I'm like... I'm not going to be a baseball player. I don't have the the stamina. I don't have the athleticism as some of the other guys. I don't have the routine. I don't have the motivation to keep practicing and practicing every day. Um, so that's where I said, you know, I'm not going to be a baseball player when I grow up. I'm going to be a sportscaster. I'm going to be a sports broadcaster. I want to be in the sports media industry. So that's kind of where I get the idea, of the Central Media Podcast and stuff like that but i didn't really have as a direction of my career that's what i wanted to do but i didn't know what school i wanted to go to uh internet back in the day was two cans connected with a string that was more like uh the phone the phones like not you know not these things but it was more like you know the you know you get you get the point anyway uh so go to i would say Junior year, which was 2019, the last time everything was normal, unfortunately. Um, 2019, I took this College Now class. You want to be sports medicine. I know a couple of people that want to be in sports medicine. One of the colleges that I applied to actually was a sports medicine school. But one of, uh, going back to um, junior year, I took this College Now class. My mom said, you know, you got to get college credits early, whatever. I, I did it anyway. So there was this College Now class, basically on college guidance. Where do you want to go to school? Had the college process basically outlining that. Which was basically the polar opposite of me applying to schools. McDonald's Wi-Fi, yeah. Um, Basically the polar opposite of schools. Um, Excuse me, I'm, I'm looking at something else anyway. Polar opposite of what happened this year because of the pandemic and everything being virtual. Compared to, you know, years past where you had... Uh, you know, everything, you got college visits, you got college tours, you got college fairs, stuff like that. So that was basically that process and I started coming up I said, you know, I'm gonna be sports media industry, radio, that stuff. My main I would say uh idols was the Michael K show. That was basically where I got the idea, and Michael K just generally is a broadcaster. If you guys know who that is, that is the Yankees broadcaster and he's also hosting a radio show. He's been hosting it for about almost twenty years now. Um But, come February, this is where this portion begins. This is where this begins. There's a lot of other things. So, one day, me and my friend, Sean, obviously, are talking on PlayStation. My brother says, listen, this page, slash website, slash media company, journalism company, um, this journalism company called AL East Report, they reached out to me. They need writers. So I said, listen, if we're going to go into the sports media industry, we might as well back everything up, you know, do whatever. So we signed up with them. I remember us, you know, putting in a whole bunch of articles or putting a whole bunch of time into it while still having a social life. So that point in, honestly speaking, I got carried away with the opportunities and stuff like that because... Around the same time and I don't have like the most perfect memory of this because obviously you know what was going on last year. February, so I signed up if I'm gonna do my chronological order correctly, uh you guys know them on Twitter uh basically New York Giants Rush. I signed up with them or at least I DM'd them on Twitter, I said, Listen, you guys have any opportunities to be a writer? I signed up there. That's after I got tired a little bit with the AL East report because they were very inconsistent. I'm not gonna lie to you there. I'm not not gonna you know shade everything. You know I'm not gonna uh, basically tell you not the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. AL East report was not putting out articles. If you go on their website, they're not very consistent. And listen, I am grateful for the opportunity, but they were not very consistent with their articles. It was maybe uh, my Kevin Pillar article when he signed with the Red Sox got posted about four days later so in my opinion was it somebody who was like inconsistent somebody who didn't necessarily have the time running a website takes a lot and that's around the time i started thinking about running a website or at least doing a sports journalism website but i'm like i'm not gonna pay for a domain i actually started researching that uh while i was on a trip to cherry hill new jersey i was on vacation for uh a weekend called uh what was it energy conservation week for any new yorkers in here new york students whatever so um signed up with new york giants rush at least report basically you know out of the atmosphere you know it wasn't much i didn't put most effort into it so i put a lot of effort into in my giants rush so i tried to uh get as much to do as possible and get ready for college with that being said i signed up to be a writer at Empire Sports Media. And for those who follow Fireside Giants and Fireside Yankees and all those, Alex Wilson, Anthony Rivaro, Alex Wilson runs that website. That's Empire Sports Media. Podcast, whatever. And I signed up to be with them, but it wasn't with the Giants. It wasn't with the Yankees. It was actually with the XFL Guardians. And I watched them, you know, quite a bit when they were on. So with that, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll take any opportunity to get. So let me just take a sip of water before I continue so with that um, I'm not gonna lie to you and I obviously this is nothing against NY Giants rush this is not against them this is you know the, totally I support what they do but and I also get it because this is a sports media industry they weren't necessarily the happiest and this is not creating rift between anybody obviously this is just telling a story NY Giants Rush was not necessarily happy with me signing up to be a part of Empire Sports Media. They said, listen, you know, we're not necessarily happiest. It's kind of like working for Nike and applying for Adidas. And I understood that. Well, now I do. But that back then, I was like, eh. So, um, with that, I'm like, should I leave NY Giants Rush? Should I leave XFL? Uh, not XFL, Empire Sports Media. So, I ended up leaving NY Giants Rush and uh, was mainly focused on empire sports media xfl guardian stuff like that so around the time this is before march 13th ish that's when everything started shutting down and whatever i signed up to be a writer with this website called onyxsports.com it's all allnyxsports.com and i signed up to be a writer they're a big fan page on instagram and sean's like listen you know there's another website with you know opportunities and stuff like that that's on your sports you know the popular um Popular fan page, you know, we should go write for them. So I said, okay, I'll sign up. Um, I ended up applying. I got in. I'm going to say, be glad you were not around for the USFL. I've heard about it, but I haven't, you know, done my research on them. But anyway, so with that, pandemic, everything shuts down. I get, I don't want to say laid off, but XFL is gone with that. I don't have a job anymore. Occupation internship at Empire Sports Media. I couldn't write on the Nets. I'm not a Nets fan. I mean, I'm more basketball oriented than I was a year ago, but I'm I'm not a Nets fan. So I said, you know, you got any more writing positions and they said, you know, the only the only one is the Nets. So I'm like, oh, all right. Um So that's kind of where I learned my lesson and I really wish I would have stuck to NY Giants Rush because, you know, creative ideas and creative uh, stuff was kind of my thing, and I I always put in the effort with them. But anyway, um, I'm fine with the stuff I do now, including this YouTube channel. So anyway, keep going. Um, I just started talking to a guy, and I can actually pull it up on my phone, but I don't want to keep you guys dragging. So I was started talking to a guy, which was a friend of a friend. How much did they pay you? Uh, nobody paid me, Joseph. Nobody paid me. This was basic. NY Giants rushed didn't pay me, which I'm fine with. It's called experience. But if I had been at Empire Sports Media a little longer, they would have paid me. I don't know how much. But anyway, I'm good for those opportunities. I'm grateful for those opportunities. So anyway, friend of a friend, uh, basically, I follow them on, uh, what was it, Instagram. And my friend tells me, listen, I know a guy who goes to St. Francis College. He's all about the podcasting. He's all about the sports talk life. You need to contact him and basically say, you know, how can I get this started? And this was before everything shut down. So I started talking with him during the pandemic and basically when everything shut down and with sports shut down stuff like that and i said listen how do i get this started blah 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 and he said listen you need to define yourself uh whatever you do in your spare time you know that's up to you but you need to decide whether you're going to be a sports broadcaster or whether you're going to be a sports journalist those are two different areas those are two different you know uh pathways so, um, I said, I'm going to be a sports broadcaster. I'm not going to write, I'll do that now, but that will probably be on my resume towards my future jobs and whatever. So, um, with that, he started giving me, you know, the, the rundown of podcasting. Cause he used to host a podcast right, right now. It's just a page on Twitter. It's called the sideline statsman. I hope you guys check it out. Um, but he originally said, you know, you need to get this stuff to do a podcast. One of these was this mic. This pop filter, that is all stuff I ordered via Amazon, eBay. Uh, it came in around, I would say, the week before the NFL draft in twenty twenty. Uh, that's when I really started it. Obviously, April seventeenth. So he said, "Listen, you need Audacity, which was basically, and it was a podcast, so I didn't necessarily put myself on camera." Um. But what was I gonna say? Yeah, I didn't put myself on camera, but he said you need to get Audacity. Because that is basically an audio recording app, and then get a video editor, get sound bites, get stuff like that. Get a podcast host, which is Podbean, and I'm gonna be uploading this to Podbean after. But um, what was I gonna say? So I started that stuff, and I created a Twitter account, probably I would say beginning mid April, a couple weeks, couple days before I started this. So um, obviously, there's always that one troll when you start. Uh, this one being Pinstripe Blue, you know. I learned to, to not interact with the trolls after a while and just block them. But anyway, started on April 17th. And, excuse me one second. A lot of talking, a lot of water. Uh, potato shouts uh, to you. Hope you do well in uh, college, my friend. He, you a know, big supporter of the channel. So anyway. My main... I didn't basically look at anyone and why... And basically... I didn't look at... You know, what anyone was doing. I'm gonna be honest with you. The only two YouTubers... Giants YouTubers that being... Because this was originally just a Giants-oriented podcast. Um, the only Giants YouTubers I knew at the time... Were Copizel and Ron Effect. Ron Effect I got associated with... Or at least I started watching his YouTube channel... Um, Going back to 2018 in the summer. Because I had no way of watching Giants training camp. They didn't show it on TV because I live in Pennsylvania. So he was basically the way I, you know, watched training camp or whatever. And Cop Pizzle, I, you know, got associated with him. Not really associated, but started watching his YouTube channel. Going to, uh, going back to 2017. My brother actually showed him to me. Um, Well, I'm almost... Over so hopefully the last week will work. Three weeks will work in my favor. Again, good luck. So I only knew two YouTubers, and the name that I first came up with is called the Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. And my one friend helped me with it out with an intro, and it was basically the same crew from the Central Media Podcast, but those guys are just behind the scenes. If I needed help, they would help me. Um, but with that. I did sort of a scripted first episode. If you guys listen to my first episode on Podbean, I still have it here on YouTube. Um, I didn't show my face or anything, as I said, but it's all scripted. I'm going to be honest with you. It's all scripted. I didn't know. uh, I didn't necessarily have, you know, when I basically came out or wanted to record the first episode, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to stay focused. So I basically stuck to a script, but that's something I don't do now because I feel that's weird. It's like, you know, you're going on, you know, some blue ridge communications tv or basically your local news station and then discussing sports you know that's not really what i want this to be i want this to be a podcast so around that time i started reaching out to a couple of people content creators radio hosts players and asking for interviews so after that first episode i basically implemented my opinions and people got a sort of a taste of me um other than obviously twitter and saying uh well my views were that the Giants should have selected isaiah simmons I think I'm wrong on that one. Despite him, you know, struggling the first couple weeks of the season, I think Andrew Thomas was the better pick. Now I know. And in the last three years, uh, in terms of first-round picks, the Giants have not picked my favorite. I wanted Josh Allen in 2018. I wanted Dwayne Haskins in 2019, but that was fan-base oriented. And going back to uh, 2020, I wanted Isaiah Simmons, but they picked Thomas. I'm totally okay with that because now I realize, you know, how important the offensive line is. So... I would say that Friday, um, it was either that Friday, yeah, it was that Friday, or somewhere around there, someone texts me and says, listen, I'd be up for an interview, you know, just, you know I'll let you know the time and the date, that person was Alan Hahn, he currently hosts a radio show with uh, him and Bart Scott on ESPN, and he also does MSG for the Knicks. Uh, if you guys, you know, watch MSG Networks, he's usually on the pregame show with uh, Bill Piddo and Wally Zerbiak. That's the guy I interviewed for my second episode, and I was very grateful for that because I did not expect that early to get someone like that. And sports discussion is hard. My father is still disappointed. I choose my father's team rival for my soccer team. Well, trust me, I know a couple people sort of like that. But anyway, let's go back to the original subject. Um,. You know, Alan Hahn, he came on, and I basically talked Giants. I talked a little bit Knicks with him also as well. So it was a fun interview. But leading up to that interview, I wasn't necessarily, you know, I wasn't happy because someone approached me with something. And don't anyway think that I am just all about myself, um, you know, self-oriented. Don't think I'm full of myself. But a couple of weeks before that, before I started the podcast, All New York Sports started their website. And at the time, it was Google Sites. It was not very good setup. They will admit it themselves. It was not very good setup, whatever. So, you know, articles was like one a week or something like that and whatever. It was like one a month. What's up, Ash Money? So it was one article a week. Um, actually, one article a month for every writer. And they would just push it out whenever they can. Uh, because the uploading was absolute trash. Google Sites. So, let's go back to the stuff. Two weeks later... Um the guy who is probably still the CEO is still involved to Max Edelman, he contacts me or is talking in the alternating sports chat about interviewing Alan Hahn with me. I'm like, that's weird because this guy never approached me about it. And with that, you know, I was like, listen, I'm thinking to myself, and I told my two friends this, you know, I don't necessarily want to do it with him because this is my score. I don't know if they scored him on you know their own i don't know if they reached out to him i don't want to do it on the same day because it's for two different things and i necessarily at the time i didn't want my podcast associated with all your sports i wanted it to be my own thing and this is why you know i even with uncut now i don't associate the two because i want this to be my own separate thing my own separate channel my own separate podcast so I ended up doing, without even contacting him, and I don't think they still interviewed him come to this day, but I interviewed him, great, you know, uh, interview went well. So go back to, I would say, the third episode, I was really unhappy, uh, because, and a lot of people advised me against certain things, not gonna lie to you, uh, but this was around the time that people were criticizing Joe Judge, specifically the New York media and the New York radio hosts were criticizing him because he was not calling out the names of Daniel Jones and Joe Judge. So it was basically my first rant, basically my first Giants rant. Basically, I said, and if you listen, go back to almost a year. uh, I said, listen, these guys don't know what they're talking about. You know, they're basically, you know, no sports is happening. So basically, they're digging out of their ass for excuses and content ideas And, you know, you're not the fans, so you don't pay the tickets to get into the stadium. Stuff like that. And one of my friends uh, who was behind the scenes said, I really wouldn't go that route of attacking sports reporters yet and that stuff. Well, ladies and gentlemen, viewers of all kinds, a lesson I have learned in this business as a content creator, as a YouTuber, is that YouTube podcasting is so much different from the stuff you see on TV. YouTube and podcasting, depending on, you know, who you're under, uh, whether it be ESPN or whoever, is, you know, depending on if, the, if they're controlled, is so much different. Because on here, I could curse, I could talk my mind, but everything is scripted when it comes to ESPN and stuff like that. They are meant to do hot takes. I've learned that over the course of the past couple of months. So basically, that's what I called them out on. And I still kept up the episode, because I'm like, why am I going to delete this? So, episode 4... Um, and this is really going to go into my discussion about interacting with content creators a little more. So the first giants content creator I had on my channel was Copizzle, and you know it was a weird way that we did the interviews. The first two three episodes that I had content creators on, Alan Hahn was via a Zoom meeting on my phone, and I was recording on my laptop. Copizzle was via Instagram uh, video chat. Justin Panic the same thing. So it was kind of weird, but once again it was recorded via Audacity, but again, I didn't know the technology at the time. I didn't know basically, you know, all this stuff I have now. So, with regard to that, I interviewed Cop Pizzle. He's been one of the nicer people in my opinion because I know i personally a little bit, you know, one of the nicer people on Giants Content. And then I started reaching out to a lot of people. This spans from the end of April to the mid-May period of time, and I didn't necessarily have a schedule. I had Monday, Tuesday, Friday. I think that was my schedule at the time. So with that, I brought on Justin Panic, Bobby Skinner. I brought on uh, what's his face? The Beat Reporter from the Athletic, Dan Duggan. I brought him on for a little bit. I brought on Vincent Rapisardi, who's Big Blue and biased. Um, if I'm missing any content creators, I'll go back. Also, I did an interview, and I'm going to explain the process of this because I wasn't really happy. I wasn't proud of this interview. I still have it up, but I was just going to say it right now. Um, I wasn't proud of this interview. Um, I had an interview with Rich Soiber. He was probably one of the better guys that I had for an interview, stuff like that. And he's former Giants offensive lineman, whatever. I didn't necessarily, and obviously you'll make mistakes in the process of just You'll feel... you Career lesson. I've learned this throughout my life. Um, you'll need to fail a couple times to succeed. And obviously, you'll make mistakes in that path. But I wasn't necessarily the greatest of prepared for that interview. I only had like 10 questions. The episode was only like 20, 30 minutes long. I felt like I didn't do a good job. Um, but nonetheless, he was a nice guy. Whatever. So, um... I also did an interview with Curtis Grant, who's a former Giants linebacker. Uh, He is now a truck driver. If you guys haven't already, you know check that out. That's from a couple of months ago. So we're going to talk about now getting into the kind of dip in views and four months without sports. I I just kind of basically throughout the months without sports, and it it was a pretty extensive couple months without sports. Um, I started doing Flashback Fridays. Going back to old Giants games, comeback, stuff like that. I know one of them was the Bears game. I know one of them was the Chiefs game. Um, Bears game from 2018, not from this year, not from last year, whatever. And I started getting creative. I started talking about who's on the hot seat for their jobs. Evan Ingram was one of them, Wayne Gallman was one of them. And through that time, uh, it was around June. And I'm going to say something I'm very uncomfortable saying. I had a argument with Sean, all the basic, basically all the people involved. This was not even podcast related. I'm not going to get into the subject because it's a very touchy subject now. But with that, uh, we got into a huge argument uh, via Instagram and it was just very ugly. I'm not going to talk about the subject because once again, it's very touchy now uh, considering the recent events. And what happened was the one friend then i leave nameless he me and him are not friends anymore at the time we split you know it was, it was an ugly ending whatever and that part i kind of got depressed in my life because i'm like you know now i lost a friend during this pandemic which i did multiple times during the f- pandemic and i'm still losing friends but once again that's life <laughs> you gotta live through it and um sean and luca were still on the team the other friend wasn't but whatever and i experienced a dip in views Um, I didn't necessarily put time into the strategy of the channel. I didn't really have a direction as what I wanted to do. So what I wanted to do, uh, I think I started coming up with this in July. I said, listen, I want to change my name and I want to get into the Yankees a little bit. So I changed my name to Big Blue in the Bronx. That also came with, there was another podcast and it's still out there uh, to this day this podcast, I think it's called Bleed Blue, Big Blue, and they were not happy that I was using part of their name, whatever that argument was, you know, just whatever, it's been a year now, but um, they weren't happy, because I almost wrote for them, uh, but in the end, I didn't necessarily get set up with them, that was one of the opportunities I had, but Coming off of that, you know, I changed my name to Big Blue in the Bronx because I wanted to talk Yankees, and, you know, I still wanted to keep the Giants, so I included it, and I think that was a very creative name by myself, it still sticks today. So, uh, my first live stream for the Yankees was oriented on opening day, and going back to the, uh, the NFL draft and the live streams we did, it was day one, day two, I didn't do a day three stream, day one and day two of the draft. And now opening day we did via zoom meetings, but I didn't necessarily know how to control it With OBS because we were on a zoom meeting. I didn't necessarily know how to do a screen share You know, I this is a different laptop than I had for the past 12-ish months. I Still have the laptop, but it's smaller and that's why you know I got rid of that laptop because I had to implement the green screen Which we'll obviously get into did the Yankees learn how to hit the ball yet? Absolutely not. They lost that again anyway so I implemented that, you know, via Zoom. Looking back on it now, it looks totally stupid. You know, doing friggin' live streams via Zoom meetings. It, it was That was weird. That was a fun time. But anyway, I started talking about, um, you know, Giants, Yankees. I did different episodes, both oriented. And it was getting interesting because training camp was coming up. Meanwhile, the Yankees were playing. So I kind of had something to wheel on. I kind of had something to talk about. And um let's see going down to the down part of august when train cam cuts were coming apart and obviously the yankees i had that to talk about and i was be- becoming more oriented more associated with on sports because at that time i'm going to be honest with you once again going back to the other part i was i'm not self-oriented i am not uh full of myself i introduced a plan i introduced a plan to basically restabilize the whole website i said and i basically in a way kind of ripped the owner of the website i said listen we need to do this we need to do that we need to have breaking news we need to have this we need to have that we need to have a whole lot of stuff we need to have a whole lot of stuff if we're going to become a successful website so basically he appointed me as a, an advisor to the board and i got more you know interacted with them and that's you know basically wordpress and stuff like that but if they want to tell their own story they will i'm, I'm telling the big blue of the bronx story so towards the end of the month me and someone i brung on for on your sports his name is jordan levine me and him do uncut sports now i said listen uh i scored this interview with a giants b writer known as paul Detino. you know we can find some stuff out regarding the tra- regarding training camp and regarding all these player cuts and stuff, some of the inside, are you in on this interview? He goes, yeah, for definitely for sure, man. So we ended up doing that. I was basically one of my funner episodes because I, you know, um, that was fun. Paul's a nice guy. A lot of people rip on him for being a Giants cheerleader. I'd rather be honest. Oh, actually. I'd rather slightly, and it comes to Giants Twitter and stuff like that, I'd rather be a cheerleader than just be a negative Nancy, because if you're being a Twitter negative Nancy, that means you're complaining on the wrong things, and you're complaining, you're simultaneously complaining, you're complaining for a long time, but once again, Paul's a really nice guy. A lot of people have done interviews with him. Really nice guy, um, really down-to-earth. A lot of these beat writers, you know, they're not down-to-earth. They just, you know, get the interviews, they get the clicks, but Paul... You know, he also does MSG Networks for the Giants and Giants.com. He's a really nice guy. I'm going to tell you that right now because, you know, behind the scenes and stuff like that. Anyway, so going into September, I obviously talked about football season. I talked about baseball season simultaneously. And I started doing my uh, streams, uh, podcast episodes, live streams, Sunday live streams on Sportscaster. Let me tell you the story about Sportscaster. Sportscasters sportscaster and it's not even spelled correctly let me spell it in the chat for you guys uh because it's it's weird so there's this guy named isaac edelman no relation to the guy who currently runs on air sports he was an intern there sportscaster was basically a trying to be wannabe youtube in a sense he was trying to be a wannabe youtube you know, basically just for sports, you know, talking Yankees, Rangers, whatever, whatever sport you want to talk about, you talk about on there, and in the end, they became pretty fraudulent, because all of the donations that supposedly people send you were fake, all the viewers, except for the ones that really joined, uh, your live streams, they were fake, so they ended up being pretty fraudulent, and that's a pretty good waste of my time in my lifetime, you know, I should have stayed on YouTube, I should have just, you know, went out and, started building an audience, which we will get to, uh, related to football season, because I met a couple, and started associating with a couple of content creators, which is now the uprising of my channel, so, let's keep going, uh, during the season, I would say around, let's skip a little bit, in October, Cop Hizzle started having call-in shows, so, you know, that was basically after every Giants victory, and knowing the first couple weeks of the season, That was a rare thing. So, Cop Pizzle, when the first time it came on, he didn't remember me. He's like, you know, oh, we did a podcast episode together. I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, we've been pretty good associated ever since. And I know I reference him a lot, but he's been a big part of my YouTube influence. So, with that being said, I gained a couple of subscribers from Keep Going Over There. And, you know, their mods would link the channel in there. They would listen to me and stuff like that going from there helped me out second content creator this was more november december oriented um but first let me remark on something else around that time i left on sports a lot of drama a lot of unneed stuff i'm sorry to say that but that's the truth i'm not going to get into all of it but someone contact me on another day and i'll tell you about it um but that's not for me because i don't want to start any riffs and i really don't feel like dealing with nonsense i still keep in touch with. few people over there but anyway i started uncut sports whatever so let's get on the big Loon in the bronx topic and this will probably lead towards the end of this live stream and i know uh that it's only been 45 minutes but i've been streaming through this pretty quickly i'll probably leave a QA open if for you guys at the end but yeah definitely mods are great joseph is a mod sean is a mod anyway so towards november and december I still went on cop pizzles calling shows for victories. And the one was really great. I-, I had a fun time. That was the when the Giants won against the Seahawks, which was their last felt like win. Because yes, they won against the Cowboys, but the Eagles also lost, which means that we didn't go to the playoffs. There was no victory party then. But we had a you know a great live stream then. Um I was on there with a couple of content creators, Entertainer was one of them, Bad Dog was one of them uh bobby woodruff who is a member of his channel uh just like member you know you join and he's also a member of the hubs channel there was a lot of people on there and it was good socks arizona he was on there as well you know you met a couple of different people and every time you met somebody different you know every time on there you met somebody different um and with going on his youtube channel for victory uh live streams that's where i found Streamyard. Uh, going back to Joseph's question, I still use StreamYard today, I'm using OBS today, but StreamYard is being used currently for the Boys in the Big Apple podcast, you see, I don't have any creative designs, because I don't feel like paying for it, I'm gonna be honest with you, um, but anyway, I started going on, this is where Joel found me, this is where Joe found me, I started going on the Hubs live streams, now, I had previous, fo- previously, months ago, followed him on Twitter, Instagram, I didn't even know who the hell the guy was i'm gonna be honest with you this is nothing against the hub because i've you know gone on a lot of his streams uh i went on his mock draft stream i think it was what yesterday very fun you should start a discord yeah uh i actually have a discord channel but um a lot of uh, you know in the time that i implemented it a lot of people didn't join it was just me it was just three of us me sean and luca but i'm gonna get that running again definitely Um, I do have a link for it. I'll probably send it out at some point. I do have to stabilize it. Respect for Hub and his Twitter likes. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you guys seen that one stream, uh, where I had Hub on, we basically exposed the fact that he likes to rubberneck. Uh, this is where me and Joel come in. So, uh, yes. Uh, I went on the Hub's live streams and two of the live streams I went on the Entertainers channel. One of them was a couple weeks before... The Seahawks game, I don't remember which game. I, I want to say it was the Bengals, or it was some sort of week. Some sort of week. I don't know what it was. But I went on the Entertainer's channel, and he had a couple of content creators on. And I'm going to be honest with you, nothing against them once again. I didn't know who, who these content creators are, but I know them today. Pestilence. PTA Sports. Pest, the analyst. Um, well, Pestilence is really his Twitter name. Nate Talks Giants. That's when I first met him. That's when I first had a conversation with him. The Hub, I think, was on there. This was a couple of months ago, and I don't think he has a stream up anymore, but I'm just telling you how I met on there. And I started talking football, and Cop Hizzle came on. It was me, Entertainer, Cop Hizzle, and Nate just generally talking. You know, people were talking about draft, while Cop Hizzle was like, Hey, you know, um, it's still Giants season. So that's where all of my viewers sort of slowly started peaking and i was grateful for that and if you're ever content creator if you ever want to start content creating um definitely hook up with people if you think they're above you and they don't think you don't think they're going to accept an invite on your channel you do it anyway i've gotten surprised with some if it's you know people declining me if it's people you know saying hey listen i'll come on your podcast whatever um Quick story, going back to a couple months ago, the first actual interview, I kind of lied, it wasn't Alan Hahn, the first actual interview I, I scored, scored, keep that in quotations because it was kind of a failed interview, was Jonathan Hillman, a former Giants running back, and I was so excited, you know, the first player I had on, or at least wanted to have on, he ended up ditching me. You know, I said, listen, are you ready for the interview? And he was totally up for it at first, but then, you know, I gave him the date and I was, I was ready. And I kept contacting him, I said on the day, and uh, he basically left me on red, and I was—I'm not gonna lie to you—I was depressed. I wasn't happy, you know. I was down for a couple of days after that because I'm like, man, you know, uh, you know, a, a player turned me down. I was upset. And a lot of people, I don't tell this to a lot of people because I was embarrassed, you know, oh my God. And I asked Justin Penning for advice. He's like, yeah, but, you know, that's the YouTube life and I understand what you're saying, but, you know, that's the YouTube life. A lot of players and content creators decline interviews, especially for talking giants and stuff like that. So going back all the way to November, December, January, in January, I reached 100 subscribers. Thank you guys, obviously, for tuning in and stuff like that. Uh, we are at 175 now but i hit 100 subscribers in january um i was peaking and peaking and peaking and peaking with going on the hub streams going on puzzle streams doing stuff on twitter stuff like that doing my own podcast episodes and i was still doing the podcast at the time um i was doing it more organized because i was doing it via obs and i switched a couple of video editors because with my uh with, uh, OBS and my small computer, the, the, uh, the FPS for the video, it wasn't good, it was like 24, it was not good, now it's like 50, um, at least according to OBS, but anyway, with that, um, I started peeking, peeking, and peeking with subscribers, then Cop Pizzle comes out with a video, and he says, uh, you know, he basically calls out all the clickbait content creators who are talking about the Giants should get Deshaun Watson, and uh, you know, I basically agreed with him, and I, I I actually chatted with him a little bit, and I said, listen, you know, people who put out these content, put out this content is bullcrap. Chris Carlin's one of them. He's a ESPN radio host. He's boring as hell. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, another one of them, Matt Lombardo, beat reporter, boring as hell. You know, very very Giants oriented. He's an Eagles fan, so that should tell you. A gi- uh, excuse me, Eagles fan, writing on Giants stuff. That's like a Knicks fan writing on net stuff. How do you think that's going to work out? Exactly. Doesn't make a difference. Actually, it makes a difference, excuse me, but you get the point. Um, I'm sorry, Lou, doing do a lot of hand gestures. But anyway, going on to that fact, I basically started informing him of who, and I kept my receipts of who is making this clickbait content uh, Matt Lobardo, Chris Carlin, a couple others. And he shouted me out in the video. He goes, If you have not already, go subscribe to Big Loon in the Bronx. He's not a booger eater. You know, go back to his video. Uh, that lifted me to 100. And I shouted him out. I said, listen, thank you so much. I'm at 100 subscribers now. And ever since then, the channel's been on the uprise. And obviously, let's go to February, the later end of February. I, And I also scored the entertainer on an episode of the Big Blue in the Bronx podcast. You cannot have a good discussion without hand-moving That's pretty true, especially if you're Italian. I'm part Italian, but not too much. Um, I scored The Entertainer on an interview. I think this was going back to January or February. But anyway, so I noticed that my channel was not as growing or as growing as fast as I wanted it to. And I said to myself, and I had a little, I would say, break. You know, the uncut thing was still going on at the time. And I said, you know, I've spent all this time restructuring on your sports and uncut but i didn't restructure my own channel you know despite me going on different channels they've kind of done with the job they've kind of done the job for me but i really haven't put the time into my channel you know in terms of podcasting in terms of stuff like that i have not put the time in to restructure my own channel so that's when it was a good idea but it was a bad idea i went on reddit and i said listen I need help with my channel i need help basically how to do stuff and stuff and stuff so basically i got advice do uh go to the youtube content creator academy it's not a real academy uh what's up jersey life 86 thanks for popping in man so basically for about a week i popped in youtube content creator academy they basically taught me how to and I didn't finish it. I'm not going to lie to you. But they basically taught me how to, you know, sit in through premieres. And that helps me a lot. Because a lot of my premiere videos do better than when I just throw something out. Uh, that, getting viewers, doing tags. Um, you know, having a good video editor. that, and Having good FPS, having good camera, stuff like that. So, that's when I started restructuring. I didn't have a new computer at the time but i got a new video editor i got a green screen i could actually show it to you right now a little bit i got a green screen around the time so let me just turn this around a little bit this is the green screen it's a blue screen really but it's you know two different colors on the back and the front and with that i did a couple other things just behind the scenes and it started going up like i wanted it to Um, and obviously that's thanks to you guys that stuff so I restructured it the first guest I guess in their structure part also to add I had a new uh YouTube channel trailer because for months I was always lurking upon creating a new trailer because I now have Yankees oriented I always kept the old Giants one up there and um I was gonna say well, yeah, of course, yeah. um, But, now I lost my train of thought. I was going to say? Okay, the first content creator I had in the restructure was uh, Jules of Giants Brawl. I don't know if he's still with him anymore. He's also with the Big Blue Offensive Podcast. But I created a new trailer uh, because, you know, for months I was lurking upon getting a new trailer because... I had Yankees and I only had a Giants trailer so finally I took the time out of my day I took the time on the weekend to create a Giants Yankees trailer that's still up if you go on the channel if you go to the link big blue in the Bronx whatever it's in my Twitter whatever you know you press on it it takes you right to the trailer and you'll be able to watch it it has Yankees previews stuff like that and whatever so that's where I restructured did a couple of things and Fortunately, around the time that my green screen over here and the computer that I had, the computer that I had, were not getting along. The computer was very small. I tried doing stuff with the fan, uh, which is basically, if you hear a background sound, that is the fan, but it's better, I would say, cooled down than the other computer. It was a small computer. And, you know, every time, and if you go back on one of my podcast episodes, I'm just twitching out because... This didn't connect with OBS and the small computer. It was not a good mixture. So I end up telling my dad, who is a uh, computer technician, Verizon worker, who knows around that stuff. I said, listen, you know, I'm having this problem. He goes, well, let me give you a new computer. So he, with for, from a friend of a friend, he got this new computer. And I'm glad I have it because um, now it interacts better with the green screen, blue screen, whatever you want to call it. And obviously... Uh, also shouts, my mom got me this green screen, blue screen, some of this stuff would not be done without both of my parents and the people around me, so that's pretty, and also one more thing to go to explain before I I actually end this, you guys can ask me questions and stuff like that, but um, I started, I would say, actually a month ago, was the last released podcast episode of the Big Blue in the Bronx podcast, because Around the time baseball was starting for me, uncut, doing other things in my life, I'm like, college is coming up, do I really have time to stick to a schedule? So that's where I said to two of my friends, I said, uh, you know, my idea is getting off the podcast life for a while, except for Boys in the Big Apple, and I'll get into that in a second, and just sticking to videos, which actually has gotten me success so far. Because, you know, the YouTube attention span, unless, uh, you know, you go into YouTube 10 years ago, is not that great. The attention span's not great. That's just Generation Z, that's Millennials, whoever you want to call it. The attention span's not great. But doing the videos, I'm going to say, is a lot easier. I was still, I would say, questionable upon moving off the podcast platform a little bit because I don't know if that would help me in terms of, like, my college career and stuff like that, but I'm like, you know what? Still knowing about the sport and doing stuff in the college related to uh, the college I got accepted to, St. Francis College in Brooklyn, that's where I'm going to college, and their broadcast studio and their SFC TV stuff, all that stuff uh, is going to help me in college. You know, this and the podcast before, obviously, is going to help me, and my knowledge of the sport and different sports will definitely help me, so then I said, you know what? I'm gonna move off the podcast for a little bit i do want to stick to videos and let's quickly go back to the boys and big apple podcast so obviously if you guys have been tuning in since the beginning uh me and sean and luca put the other friend aside former friend aside we've been trying to do something and stick to it for a long time going back to eighth grade which was almost five years ago um so we're trying to th- figure out something so what happened was is me and Sean and Luca had this discussion. This was actually I'm going to say the weekend that spring training started in February. Right, I want to say February. Yeah, the end of February, around that weekend. And You know, I said, listen, I'm tired of these baseball rules. I'm tired of this freaking, you know, run on second base and all these rules. You know, because one of the rules that the MLB implemented for the first couple of days of spring training was that, you know, if a pitcher throws over 20 pitches and if you're in a jam, you can literally end the inning. So, it's like a gimmick. And we started talking. So, what happened was Monday, which was the day of the thing kind of starting. Monday um what happened was we went on a zoom meeting but i started recording and i started doing some stuff with obs zoom meeting whatever and we started talking about it we started passing around it was like a 20 minute video so i later learned when i was editing it after school i'm like holy crap i didn't do this right because obs audio uh excuse me zoom audio didn't sync with obs so i'm like crap we gotta do this again so real quickly i'll get to it in just a second need a lot of water anyway so i'm like crap you know obs didn't sync with zoom what am i gonna do now you know i still want to get this out so i said you know let's go live let's go live um eight o'clock eight ten, and we're gonna start talking about these topics so we did but it turned into something that we didn't expect it was a fun stream um what was going to say a couple of people joined the call in I had a call in period we started talking football for a little bit I know Sammy Berger and Keith Archer both of them from uncut they c- called in you know basically gave their thoughts I think Greg Gulo gave his thoughts Keith Archer by the way is all day Giants if you haven't already uh go to uh go to his YouTube channel and subscribe to him he's got content on the Giants and we we're like oh my god this is fun and uh when my brother was showering we were basically done with this stream Sean said to me, listen, I'm gonna. I'm not going to lie to you. I was not a fan of going live. I'm like, really? We're going to go live over this? And he said, but the total stream changed my mind. We had a lot of fun. I want to start something. I want to start a show. I want to start a podcast. So I said, okay, I'm down with it. I asked my brother. Started coming up with names that night. I rolled around a couple of names. They were okay. Came up with Boys in the Big Apple Podcast. So basically, you know... Um, we are going to do it every Monday 8-10pm because Sean is off work Monday and you know pretty much I have an open schedule as of right now on Mondays after baseball practice and whatever and so on and so forth so we discussed potential guests and we still have a doc to this day of potential guests we want to have on in the future and our first two guests and we always have Collins because I'm so thankful for my viewers but I'll get to having the Collins in a second so Our first guests were Cop Pizzle and Atena. There's so many good duos out there. That happens to be one of them in terms of Giants content creators. And my whole emphasis of having them on the first episode is starting off with a bang. Reaching out to a new audience. Wanted to have not just a sports-oriented conversation, but have a fun conversation, you know? And my purpose for the Collins is because a lot of these, you know, YouTubers whether it's you know you have 10 subscribers whatever you're a youtuber or if you have a lot of subscribers and you're popular a lot of them don't care about their viewers a lot of them don't care about their viewers a lot of them don't associate with them a lot of them just don't pay attention to them and i said we're gonna have a call in like we did on that one stream we did and every stream every boys in the big apple podcast i've been doing so far I've been having call ins, you know. I've let people call in. Joel knows that, uh, Potato knows that. He's been on several call ins. Jagger, who's been my childhood friend, he knows that. So, I'm very viewer oriented. That's my that's one of my purposes on this channel is not just to put out the content and get the views. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not a viewer, don't take me as clickbait, but also to interact with the fan bases of different fan bases, whatever and you know just get their thoughts and we could have a discussion it's not just you know texting through comments and stuff like that that doesn't solve anything when you see them face to face when they talk you get a better understanding of where they're coming from depending on their view um that happened with greg because he was very anti gentleman during free agency but when kenny galladay and Dory jackson signed you know he's basically like okay now i'm on the train i have to head out big blue Gr- appreciate it great content uh thank you joseph i'll actually be ending this in a couple of minutes um but for the boys and big apple podcast we've been doing it ever since we've been streaming yankee games streaming nick games when it comes football season streaming giants games um potential guests we've had on so far we had robert pimsner who is a reporter slash founder of pinstripe prospects as the yankees minor leagues if you guys haven't already for yankee fans check him out he's uh you know he's he's a good content creator in terms of and they don't get a lot of flack they don't get a lot of views um but definitely well deserved there but as stuff that's going on right now basically the lead up to april 17th of 2021 still doing this um at some point i might want to hop back on the podcast train to do it a tuesday friday thing but this is obviously just one of those things out of the blue because i wanted to commemorate the anniversary of me being on youtube and just basically sharing the experience with y'all because some of y'all don't know the full 12 months of what's been going on in my life related to this and stuff like that um just some quick shout outs if you guys haven't already go check out the hubs last night stream um very very fun stream. It was last minute by him. He even admitted himself. We had a fun stream doing the mocks and talking some giant football about Jason McCordy and stuff like that. Tomorrow I will be on Diggy stream. We're going to be doing mock draft and a couple other things on there uh, coming up to draft week. Monday is the Boys in the Big Apple podcast. Uh 8.10 PM. We're gonna have Patrick Hennessy on of Unhinged Yankees. The Yankees have been doing well lately, so that's gonna definitely be a topic. Tomorrow is going to be a Yankees recap as well but um i'm just gonna say if you guys haven't already one of my most important videos that i've really stressed about is not stress but just stress the topic on is go back and watch my last video uh that video being the one about the multiple nfl teams taking away and opting out of the preseason workouts excuse me not preseason, but off-season workouts watch that video i know joel has i know potato has i know a couple others have go watch that video because it is very important and a lot of people don't talk about that stuff. A lot of people don't talk about how the you know underprivileged NFL players are getting less of a chance with the preseason decrease. A lot of people, you know, are missing the fact, they're missing the point that JC Treder and the NFLPA want more for the big stars, and they want, you know, basically all virtual offseason from now on till up till training camp. So and I actually did research and statistics and stuff like that. You know, a lot of content creators and just in general, NFL and MLB, MLB kind of has a similar relations in, tor- in terms of the minor leagues. But a lot of NFL content creators do not stress that because in, in my opinion, my opinion, they are they are very, I would say, afraid of flack from the casual fans because the casual fans will say, oh, you know, it's the player's decision. Meanwhile, they don't know shit. But that's pretty much the end of that and basically, basically why i did the video but i'll leave the next two minutes if you guys want to ask any questions comments i'll respond to it um and then i'm going to pretty much end the stream from there um but if you guys have any comments i'll just read through here the comments might be a little delayed because i'm doing this from uh youtube excuse me i'm doing this from obs to youtube and not from StreamYard because i do wanted to get i did want to get the like the uh the uh, the template out so if you guys have any questions uh Next two minutes, I'll leave to you guys, and then I will pretty much end it, and shout-outs to everyone who has been here. 17 likes, probably one of the highest I've earned in terms of live streams, in terms of videos. Uh, the most viewers we had at this point, I believe, was 11, so shout outs to those people who stuck in for the longest time. Let's see people are DMing me. Will DJ win a Super Bowl? Hopefully, man. This year is a make-or-break year for him. This is a make-or-break year for him. Let's see. Hey, listen. I will always root on... Hold on, just give me one second. I will always root on... Uh, people who, and going back to the Paul DeTino thing, like the cheerleader thing, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are more, I would say, not outspoken. I don't know the correct word, but they're not going to say anything. They won't say anything na- negative about the team. They'll just make unbiased comments, but they won't say anything like, "Oh my God, Daniel Jones is going to win sue- three Super Bowls." So they're kind of mid-even fans. But I do, app- excuse me for the burp, I do appreciate the people you know being very very confident in this team because i'd rather be i'd rather you be confident and say more of the truth than be negative and say less of the truth so and just respond to this one twitter dm that's related to tomorrow's uh live stream by the way by with diggy be sure to check that out guys doing live streams mock drafts a lot of stuff coming in with the next week uh with Uh, I'm definitely going to be doing options and trade down options, a video related on that this week. So, um, definitely keep out for that. Okay. Hopefully he won't have to run for his life this year. Yeah, I, I hope that as well. I know it was lagging for a straight sec if i'm lagging i apologize but that's that's uh the encoding for uh that's the encoding for what's his face obs over overloading if the eagles fa- fans have faith in hearts we sure have hell better have confidence in dj yeah absolutely joel absolutely i mean you know they, they might draft a quarterback which is basically mind-boggling to me but, pretty much that's going to be it. I appreciate every single one of you who has subscribed to the channel, who is viewing the videos, any new people, any people who've been here for, you know, a couple of months, a couple of weeks, a couple of days, the past year. I appreciate you guys, and I really wanted to do this because I feel like a lot of the new, I feel like a lot of the new the newer viewers didn't really know my journey uh, coming onto YouTube and how much of a uh, sort of a hassle, but I would say a worth it hassle here on YouTube. So shout outs! I'm gonna give everybody in the comments a shout out. Shouts to Jonathan, Sean's cousin. Shout outs to Potato. Shout outs to Joel. Shouts to Joseph Baldy. Shouts to Jersey Life. Shout outs to uh, I think Ace was in here. I think that's his name, right? Um, yeah. Shout outs to Ace. Shout outs to let's see who else is in here. Yeah, shouts to Ace. Uh, shouts to Ash Money. Yeah, you guys haven't already checked out his channel. I'm actually going to do something. Now, I'm going to actually paste that Discord link into the chat. If you guys want to join, uh, get your friends to join, get people from other different uh, channels and different platforms to join. Um, I'm going to actually get that invite link now and I'll paste it in the chat, because I like being nice like that, because I know, I don't know if Potato has a uh, Discord, but I know Joseph Baldy and uh, Joel, they're both in the Discord for the Hubs stream, so I have to update the mods and stuff a little bit, but that is the Discord link, it should be sent in there guys, once again, thank you guys for coming out, Thank you guys for subscribing. Like, comment, subscribe. Turn those notification button on. Turn the notification button on so you get a notification when the live streams pop and a video drops. I'm always in there for the premieres guys. I will never miss a premiere. Thank you guys. Uh peace out. Have a good night. 5:30 tomorrow I'll be on Diggy stream. I'll have a Yankees recap out tomorrow and then obviously Boys in the Big Apple podcast. That is going to be 8.10 p.m. with Patrick Hennessy from Unhinged New York, Unhinged Yankees. Peace out, everyone. Have a good night.